So okay. Uh, just going to wait for this audience to uh, build up. Um, firstly, I want to let everyone know that um, the reason there's a there's a fan going on. If you can see me, I'm in uh, I'm in Darwin. I've just finished an event um, talking to the real estate agents in Darwin, and um, I'm shooting this webinar um, in my hotel room. It's 33 degrees in here. The air conditioning unit, which I've got to applaud them, they actually set the air conditioning units to not be lower than 22 and a half degrees for energy reasons. So I've got the fan going, so I don't sweat. I've put a jacket on to try and look professional in the video, to try and match, to try and match the appearance and the beautiful, well-groomed, and I must say, very well transformed with a new haircut, Gina McCartney, who is from realestate.com. We are not going to be talking about realestate.com today. We're going to be talking to you about how reviews and how consumerism is actually probably the biggest determining factor on whether you get business or not in 2019. Gina, how are you going? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's an- the, the weather's a bit contrasting down here in Melbourne. I'm rugged up. You're cooling so- down. Yeah, what's what's the uh, the temperature in Melbourne? What would you say today it is? Under 20? I think it's about 12 or 13 today. Around 12? Yeah. Okay. So, Gina, um, everyone's aware um, in my audience and tribe of agents, they know Nigel Dalton, they know Steve Carroll, um, they've, you know, Andrew, um, of course. Um, but can I just quickly touch on... What's your role at REA? So my role is to help develop the messages that we take to market to help agents understand, um, you know, what products and services we offer, uh, education series. So Momentum, for example, my team run. Yeah. Our uh, customer interfaces. So, you know, where it's education sessions, um, some of our forums that we run, uh, hospitality, design, uh, yeah, pretty much anything that interacts with a customer and a big part of that is supporting our sales team and helping them um, be prepped for those conversations with their customers. Okay. Gina, um, I've been saying for a very long time that real estate agents underestimate the amount of self-service work vendors and buyers are doing while we don't see it, they're doing various interviews. These interviews are taking place um, sometimes in people's lounge rooms while they're lying down watching TV, they're pulling out their mobile phone, and they're doing a lot of their self-service interviews. I know that people know, even real estate agents know, that they don't book a hotel without going off and seeing what other consumers say. People don't go off and book, you know, a restaurant without quickly having a quick look and seeing what people say, unless I've been to that restaurant many times. So we live in a world of consumerism, right? Now, I can't get over the amount of my real estate gym members that are riding $1 to $2 million in GCI that have been saying to me in the last two to three months, Tom, we've got first move advantage on using a new tool on REA, which is the reviews and, um, uh, you know, rankings and testimonials. So you're going to unpack this for me um, yep. because I think 
that there's a lot of agents that are leaving money on the table because they're not taking advantage of getting their vendors and buyers to give them, you know, reviews. So firstly, when did it get launched, This these reviews? Yeah, last December we launched and we had a, a relatively soft launch to market. But over the last six months, um, we've now got one in seven agents with a review on our site. So it's, um, it's getting traction really quickly. Um, but obviously that means that there's a bunch of agents out there that have got a bit of work to do um, representing themselves as best as they can. So, Gina, what is it they get? So is it the product that REA's got, is it reviews and testimonials or what is it? Yeah, so it's basically attached to the agent profile. So you may be familiar with our the section of our site that shows all of the agents in Australia. And it adds in a little feature that has an average rating out of five um, yeah. and a review. And a review often when it's positive feedback acts like a testimonial. And, you know, there's nothing more powerful than testimonials um, for consumers right now. I was reading a, um, a stat, Tom, that said 90% of consumers will try to look for a review on a business before they contact the business itself. Now, that's, that's outrageous. That's, um, you know, that's nearly everyone um, will re- review a review before they contact you. So, Okay. So let's talk a little bit about... So, so what we clearly know is vendors will make a decision based on reading reviews. Yeah. So... You know, everyone knows how important references are and word of mouth and family and friends. Ratings and reviews are quickly becoming as, as trusted a source as that. So, um, you know, they, they will make decisions on that data point. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you, um, one in seven, so you're saying six in seven of the agents with an agent profile, which is pretty much every real estate agent in the country, six out of seven have not sort of jumped on to the, the, the this uh, this tool yet? So yep. let me ask you a couple of things. Um, cool. When do you ask? When do you ask? When when's best practice to ask for the review? The best time to ask for a review, um, which might also be a testimonial, is getting really close to the you know the conversion of the sale or the purchase. Um, when you're in that prime time of the relationship and you know, you are front of mind and they are thinking about you and ideally the amazing experience you've provided them and the great service, that is when you ask. And you ask and you send them a link. It's very, very simple. Um, You send them a link and you get them to upload that and that is the prime time to ask. Waiting a few weeks' time, things, people get carried away. They're probably focusing on moving their stuff. The last thing they're probably thinking about is the review. So that timeliness um, is really, really key. Okay, so... If it's an auction property, I, I can't help, but I'm thinking to myself, if the property goes to auction and get it sold, pretty much there as it's sold and the vendor and the buyer are happy? Yep. And you're sitting in the lounge room signing the contracts, um, all going well, you've done everything really well and they're feeling super excited. It's at that point that you ask and you say, I'll send you an email following up with um, the request, but I would really love if you could share your experience that you've had with us. Okay. So, Gina... How do you, how do you, how do you send it? What's the physical mechanism? Is it done by? Is it? Is there an email or is it a text message? How's it sent? Yeah, I think um, I think depending on how you've been engaging with that person is really important. So if you've been in an email conversation with them or if you've been um, texting with them, choose the most the best way to actually get through to them. 
Um, and all you have to do is send your agent in the, um, for our ratings and reviews, all you need to do is send a, your agent profile link as very simple for them to upload and create it. Okay. So they just do it. Can, can they actually put a review or testimonial without you sending them the link? Um, yeah, they can. So just say, for example, um, you know, I bought a house off you, Tom, and I was so excited. I thought you were amazing. You did a, an incredible job. Um, I might proactively seek out your profile online and give a, and give a review. Absolutely, people can do that. I think um, it's really important to remember that when people are really engaged and your buyers or sellers are really engaged, um, they may do that. So um, we obviously have a, a proper validation process that doesn't allow just anyone who wants to leave feedback about you. They must have been a they might have they must have either bought or sold via you. Um, and we allow agents twenty four hours to validate that. Um, but yeah, if they if they're super keen and they and they're doing it now, I think that's the other thing for everyone to remember. That's feeling a bit iffy about reviews, they're talking about you now. So wouldn't you prefer to have visibility of the conversation? And if they have got some feedback that may not be as positive, to really show your true colours and respond to that constructively, I think it's hugely powerful. Okay, so Gina, the, so, so what you're saying is a real estate agent most likely will have to instigate the, the process and yep. say, hey, by the way, you're happy, Mr. Buyer, you're happy, Mrs. Mrs. Seller, all good. I'm going to send you off a, um, uh, a quick email and I'd love you to sort of, you know, give me um, a, a rating and maybe a short sentence on what you thought. Yep. Now, what you're saying is before that actually gets uploaded, does the agent get visibility of what's been said and by who? Yeah, so they have a chance to confirm. So they can't they can't change what's what has been said. So, for example, um, the buyer might say something like, "You know what? The process was pretty good, but I was really disappointed when um, I didn't get a bottle of champagne." Right. Um, the agent doesn't have the opportunity to change those words, but they do have the opportunity um, to um, you know contest whether it's a true or false buyer or seller. Because um, it's really important that the platform remains unbiased. Yes. It becomes biased, consumers don't believe it um, and they don't trust it. So there are a lot of platforms that have quite a bias um, and that means there's a lot of controlling of the types of reviews that are going up. Now, consumers yes. can see that. They can, they can see when there's a lack of balance. Okay. So let me ask you, um, the, the, so, so one of the things that you can put people at ease if you've got a troller that's got it in for you, the current process means if they're not a vendor or buyer, um, you don't have anything to worry about, yep. right? Because they need to validate that they actually... So, so you, you know, if you're another real estate agent that hates another real estate agent, guess what? This is not a mechanism to bring, no. that, person, bring, no. bring that person down. The next yeah. thing that you're sort of saying is accept that if there is something negative that a vendor or buyer says um, that's the world that we operate in and maybe that's the feedback that you need to, do, you know, to, to change something in the process because at the, you, you, at the moment you might not have visibility of that, but now actually you know about it. So look yeah. at it as a, as, as a positive. Um, 
let me ask you, you know, like a lot of people will say to me, Tom, you know, there are ranking sites, you know, there's Google, there's Facebook, there's social media platforms. People can already voice their opinion on what an agent's like with lots of other platforms. Why would they sort of, you know, want to go on to realestate.com, which already is, you know, a platform that, you know, is an agent pays to have properties on there. Um, What's your response to that? Yeah, it's a really important point. So, you know, nothing holds anyone providing feedback or commentary around anything these days with, you know, call them keyboard warriors. They're everywhere. Um, But the really important thing to keep in mind is that You've got, to, you've got to surface the information that matters most at the right time, right? So when consumers are on REA and we know we, are, we, we have got the consumer, um, they're captivated in our experience, they're looking on our side for agents, they're comparing agents, um, they're looking for properties, that's the time to surface that content. That's a really important time. So the fish where the fish are or put the review where the fish are, um, is a really important point. And um, the other thing just to um, just to point out is that, you know, often a vendor will type in, the first action will type into Google. Um, and I'm using you as an example, Tom, but type yeah. Tom Panos Reviews yeah, um, or Tom Panos Service Feedback. And yeah. because of our SEO um, juice that we've got as an organisation, often we'll be in the top three results. Um, so... In terms of consumers, you know, clickability and, and people finding it easily, um, it's a pretty safe bet. So, yeah, my recommendation is to have that information where it's going to be seen um, by the right people. Okay. You know what? I'm going to actually do it uh, while you're talking. Yep. I'm going to go off and, you know, one of my clients that I work very close with is Gavin Rubenstein, mm-hmm. and I'm just Googling him. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking, there's a few ads that appear here. I'm looking at there. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know, um, I mean, I've known this because I pretty much, when I try dial something, you know what I do? I don't have everyone's phone number. When I need someone's phone number, I just type their name in plus the word real estate. Yep. Right? That's the fastest way for me to find a real estate agent's number. Right? Yep. So what you're saying to me is this. You're saying that realestate.com spend money to ensure that you're winning the SEO game. Yep. And that means that if someone with intent goes off to do a search, mm-hmm. they most likely in one of the first searches will have the realestate.com profile coming up. Yeah. Which means that when they go down the profile, they're going to see your video, your achievements, the sales that you've made. Yeah. And also then they'll look at reviews and testimonials. Yeah. I think the other thing to keep in mind is that when consumers are looking for a source of truth, um, just just think about what are they going to trust more? What sort of website will they trust? And I think, um, 
you know, that's that's something that we work very hard at, at being a trusted brand by, you know, for vendors and um, buyers. So it's just it's something to keep in mind that I think also to take advantage of, like, you know, make the most of that, um, I guess, that high, that top-ranking exposure. Okay. Right now, is there anything to, and by the way, with this video, we're pre, like there's a lot of people that watch this live, but yes. most of the people watch this as we send it out to them as a, a pre-record. With a pre-record, we're going to make sure that we send them the link to yes. the Real Estate Agent Centre yep. that takes them direct to the resource. And that resource, what's it got on there, Gina? So you've got a resource guide. What's yep. it got on there? It's got everything um, an agent would need to know on how to, the right time to ask for a review. Yeah. Um, templates on there so you can copy and paste the template so you can ask a vendor or a, um, a buyer for a review. So it's really easy. Um, we've got a lot of, you know, there are three steps to get a review live. So that's, that's all outlined there. Um, best practice way to manage a negative review. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, you know, Managing and facing into negative reviews, I see as one of the biggest advantages of this because if people are bitching behind your back and, you know, and bad-mouthing you behind your back, you much prefer to have the opportunity to, to provide you know, a balanced view on, on that service or that situation. So um, there's tips on how to um, handle those and also just, some, you know, just reminding everyone around how important it is to have reviews um, you know, in this okay. day and age. Yeah. Look, I can't help it. When I'm looking at reviews, if I see a review that is just, if every review is perfect, I get a bit sus, right? Yeah. So I actually have to say, it's not a bad thing to have some not so great reviews because yeah. I think it shows authenticity. Because I think a lot of the times when you look at something that is too perfect. It looks like it's been manufactured. So mm-hmm. I would say to real estate agents watching this, don't be concerned about jumping on this consumerism of reviews and testimonials, worrying that someone's going to say something that's not so good. I think it makes things far more believable. I think that there is a group of consumers that have got really high expectations and may not give you a great review, even though you did everything proper. And yeah. there is certain times when you have actually dropped you know, drop the ball at some point in the process, you know, and a lot of the times, you know, I can't get over a lot of the times, Gina, people do everything right. And a a client said this to me, a client said this to me um, yesterday. He said, Tom, I can't get over the amount of times I've dealt with a real estate agent and they did everything right. But the minute the deal's done, they do drop you. Mm. Like, you know, and it's like they drop you. And I said, what would you expect? And he said, this guy's name is Steve Georgiakis. And he said, he said, Tom, what I'd expect is at least a conversation to say, hey, from now on, you probably won't hear much from me because I've actually done, I've done my bit. This is what actually happens next. The solicitor gets involved. The bank does this, right? Whereas if you manage their expectations and they know what happens next, it's a lot better than just dropping them cold and say, oh, shit, they got the deal, they've moved on with their life, yeah, you know? 100%, 100%. I think, um, you know, where we've seen, because we've seen some reviews go up that aren't, you know, 100% positive and we've, um, I think some of the agents out there that are really nailing it, they're using it as a chance to express or demonstrate how amazingly 
um, service focused they are. You know, um, thanks for pointing that out. Um, we've we've taken this feedback on board as an example. Um, you know, I'd really love I'd really love to discuss the topic further with you. I'm really sorry that you were disappointed in that. And when people are reading that, they they realise that that agent actually gives a crap. Number one. And two, they think, well, we know the journey is not going to be perfect, but at least we know that they care. Um, so I think it's really, it's really big, yeah, huge opportunity. Okay. So, Jenna, there's a question that's come through on Facebook. Is there a way to transfer existing reviews from other websites, such as Rate My Agent, onto REA? Um, or is there a way to get, you know, reviews from other places that you've had in the past and get them quickly onto REA? What's, what's the easiest process? Yeah, so I think um, a couple of things that we're working on because we absolutely hear the feedback that there are a lot of different ways in which reviews are captured and it feels like a lot of, a lot of work in the back end. Um, what's really important um, for us is that the review is truly authentic and, um, again, doesn't have a bias. So... Um, we're finding ways to reflect, um, you know, the reviews as honestly and openly as possible. But if a review, for example, has been, you know, done three years ago and we don't know the context in which that was captured, that makes it very hard to hand on heart say it's a non-biased, authentic view. Um, but what we are working on um, in the background right now is how easily you can share to other platforms because we know that sharing to social and you can sh- you can share now you can copy and paste um, the links and, and post it if you want um, but really easily um, syndicating to um, you know corporate websites pages um, social channels. Okay, Stan. Yeah, I, I I think for me, if you're watching this right now, and I'm always about a person is hey, it's not what you hear, it's what you do about it. And what I'd like to say to any real estate agent watching this webinar, whether it's live or as a pre-record, set yourself a goal. Go off and say to yourself, go on. By the way, this has been inspired because Rob Grenoval from Philip Webb said, Tom, I have to tell you, I'm picking up business by actually going to the marketplace and telling vendors, have you checked out my reviews from mm. my clients? I don't want to sit here and tell you what I'm going to do for you. Let other clients tell you. Have you gone on? And then that inspires them to go off and check their competitors' reviews. And he goes, I'm winning a lot of business because what's actually happening is that they're going in and they're saying that I have got reviews. So what I would say is as a step one, if you don't have any, go back to the last eight weeks and ring up your clients and ask for them and say, hey, I know that this is a little bit, you know, um, uh, overdue, but I'm embarking on using reviews on realestate.com. We had featured your property on that website. What I'd like to do is see whether you'd be happy to say a few words. That's going to get a couple on. That's step one. Step two is everything from today onwards, you put in your process and offer and acceptance that the email or text message goes out to the buyer and the seller. And I think within four to five weeks, someone will be easy to be able to have six to 10, you know, reviews on there. Um, is there anything else you, you know, you want to um, add, Gina? Yeah, I think um, the other thing, like, you know, whilst that online presence is super critical and we know they're all looking for it, 
I think if you're going to send out a message like that, maybe also, um, you know, offer them, you know, if you'd like to discuss your experience because maybe they want to chat about it too. Um, maybe just by offering um, an open door and, you know, we welcome feedback and we'd love to hear about your experience. Um, if they, I think just not completely closing off um, that I think is really important, if that makes sense, because um, it can be really powerful just having the conversation um, beforehand. Okay. Guys and girls, I'm going to answer a final question before we finish off this, and that is a real estate agent said to me about three weeks ago, he said, Tom, I'm simply not going to participate in this world. And it's as simple as that. It's not my thing. And I said to him, well, it's not really your option, right? Because you don't have control of whether people want to talk about you. And I said, can I ask you, why don't you? And he said, because generally my experience hasn't been a pleasant one. And my response to him was, maybe reviews aren't the problem. Maybe there is something that is creating people to feel negative. And I think what you should do is look at your process. And I think, Gina, I suppose what I want to leave the audience with is that ultimately the reason why I like the new world that we live in, in the old world, if you had a big checkbook, you could brainwash a marketplace by buying space, right? You could go to a TV channel, buy space and brainwash them. In the world that we live in now, the truth comes out. Mm. What actually happens is life is really fair because every interaction, every process, every piece of dialogue that you have with clients is all being assessed by the ultimate referee, which is the consumer, and these people here will have final say. So maybe the real issue is to actually become a better real estate agent and to treat to treat the customer as actually the superhero in the story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if anything that's coming out of this is, number one, if you don't want to go down this path because you're worried that you're not going to be getting good reviews, hey, fix your product up first Number two is you don't have control of this because the world has moved on. And even though you don't like reviews, they're making reviews. And if they're not making them on realestate.com, they're making them somewhere else. And chances are they're sitting at a barbecue right now, either talking about what a great guy you were or what a terrible person you were. So that's happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and, and, and the last thing I would say is that we've got a very proactive way now and Gina has been kind enough to actually spend her time, but more importantly, share a resource that we've included in this video because I'd love people to end up and taking their realestate.com profile page from what their current score is. And I've got to tell you, Gina, I look mm-hmm. at some realestate.com profile pages and I say to myself, if I was a vendor, I would already give them a few crosses before they come to the listing presentation. And why would I give them a cross? Because I look at another real estate agent and they've got a really nice video on there. They've yep. got all their awards that they've won. They've actually got a lot of properties that have sold. Then they've got their reviews. 
Then they've got, you know, some testimonials. And I have to say, I think a lot of listing presentations are actually one before the listing presentation now. I think consumers make a decision before they meet you and then they have what is called confirmation bias when they sit there in the room and they say, I thought that, I thought that, I knew that. So, yeah. Totally agree. All righty. Guys and girls, do us a favour. For those of you that are live streaming and watching this, I am going to give a prize away. I will give you a nine-week structured program worth $995 to the person. We talk about sharing. I want to, you know, entice you, share this video, and I will pick one winner by Friday night at 8 p.m., And if you were to put down in the video as a comment, you've got to write as a comment, what is the number one sentence you use when you're asking for a review? What is the best way that you go off and ask a client for a review? Give us the exact dialogue and language. The person that gives me the best answer, uh, we will give them, they'll be announced the winner and we will give them a prize. I look forward, next next month, uh, next month we've got Cool or Curtis, I think, doing, uh, they're going to give us what's happening in the world of consumers with landlords and tenants when deciding um, an agent, particularly with consumers. Um, Gina, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. We'll catch up with you soon. See you soon. Thanks, Susan.